What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Freshly Brewed here on, uh, you know, I don't know where you're listening, so I can't say where this is. On the blank but, um, podcast app. Yeah, on the blank. Yeah, on the on the blank podcast app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh man, I you know I love Wizards of the Coast. They really never fail to give us things to talk about. You know, like every week, it's like, God, what can we talk about? Oh, the new cards that were banned. False. Because there's always... False. You do not love Wizards of the Coast. You love Magic the Gathering. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't dislike Wizards of the Coast. There's a lot of people that I I know and and I I have interacted with and I'm friends with who work at Wizards of the Coast, but... It's not personal, right? It's not not a people thing. No, it's not. It's not. It's not personal. It's not. It's not a people thing. Yeah. 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 So here we are. Here we are. Today is Tuesday. The ban announcement came down yesterday on mon- Monday. Yeah, and um, Euro, Titan of Nature's Wrath, is banned in Standard. And uh-huh. that, was, that was it. Oh. That was it. What? That was, the only, that was the only one they banned. How many times have we used the catchphrase, swing and a miss? On this on this podcast, <laughs> it's like no, it's so funny because this literally happened last time when you remember when you were allowed like I don't know, it's kind of disappointing. It's I think it, I think it's incorrect, and then like a week later they banned the actual stuff that was problematic, and we're like, oh okay, I'm glad you caught up. That's good. It's like we knew. It's almost like yeah. we knew. We we had our finger on the pulse. Well, I think most people do. You know what I mean? Like I don't think we're like, um, uh, you know I don't think we're like prophets or anything. I don't think we have like inside info that no one else has. I think everyone knows, but it's funny they banned the one the one card that was not released in the most recent set, right? So like, even though Omnath is in more archetypes, like he's in more archetypes, he's 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 every deck that has Omnath in it has four Omnaths. He's got forty keywords, I think, forty different uh, triggers on him. He's loaded with triggers. Yeah, like, yeah, they, these cards just do everything. Like, they gain life. They they put they give you mana, free mana. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're one of them's dealing you damage. And it's like, it's for life, right? Like when we when they spoiled Omnath and we discussed it, like I, I I have the message in here somewhere. I was like, that's ridiculous. Like this card is dumb. You you can see it. It's plain as day. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, it costs four mana, dude. It costs four different colors of mana. Yeah. Well, and, and to be fair, we did lose Shocklands, so the land fixing is pretty bad right now. It's not like... Yeah, it, it's just terrible. Yeah, it's not like you have fetch lands uh, in Fabled Passage and, and even Evolving Wilds is seeing play because of this card now. Well, you really got to work to get four colors of mana. It's really hard to do by turn turn four, and you can never do it by turn three. Yeah, it's almost impossible. In order, well, how could you do it by turn three? You'd have to have a card, something like Lotus Cover, in the format to be able to do it on turn three. Rob, that is in the format. Oh crap! They're doing it on turn three. What oh, What are they God, doing on turn right. four, Frank? Uh, probably like Genesis Ultimate or Ugin. I think multiple times in the same turn. Yeah, I think it's turn four Ugins or turn four Genesis Ultimates, <laughs> things like that. Um. Oh boy. But that's normal. I mean, like seven mana, eight mana spells on turn four. Like that's a healthy. That's healthy for standard. I think. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I most decks can beat a turn four Ugin. <clears throat> I mean, let's be honest. Turn four Ugin is is tame. Like we've seen board states with, they untap, play their fourth land, right, and then they in that turn casting Genesis Ultimatum twice. They have an extra three creatures on the battlefield. They've probably played more than more than two Omnaths already off the top of their library. They have an Ugin. They have a total of like eight or nine lands in the same turn. It's it's ridiculous. And the whole Uro banning Uro is a joke. Um, I, I think Uro needed a ban, but Uro, Uro is not the engine. No, not even close. Not even Omnath close. Omnath is the engine. Uro's not even... It's not even close. That's why it just makes no sense, man. It makes... It's just a really good value. I don't think Uro's... I don't think... I think Uro should go. I, I don't think it's healthy when, like... When every single deck... Like, if every single blue-green deck automatically starts their list with four of X card, I think it's not healthy, right? Like, that's... You should have to choose. You should have variety. You should be like, okay, well... My deck doesn't necessarily want to do this blue-green thing, so I'm not going to put it in my deck. Like, there's there should always be... Um, some sort of choice that you have to make in deck building. It shouldn't just be like, well... Automatic. I, 
I'm going to build this deck and it has 12 of this card. Like, automatically, I have four of each of these three cards. Right, because it's like a buffet-style deck at that point, right? You, you know what you're going to the buffet to get, but that last side, you're just hand-picking whatever you feel like picking that weekend. Right, so you're customizing, like, I'll, I'll customize, like, four specific cards in the deck. And that's the funny part. You take the Uro out of it, and it doesn't cripple the deck. It does the same. It didn't even, it did not use Uro on turn four to cast 15 to 20 mana worth of spells. Did it help? Sure. It, it, it put an extra land from your hand in the battlefield and gave you maybe one or two extra mana from a Cobra. But at the end of the day, that wasn't the reason we were we were breaking standard. Right. I'm not adding four mana, like... <laughs> Oh man, it's just comical to me, dude. It's it's. I'll play. I'll play Fabled Passage. Add four mana. Oh, okay. It's well, that's it's absurd. It's absurd because four is so much, dude. Like, if you look at Modern Burn, right? Modern Burn relies on three three damage to the face repeatedly and that is the pinnacle of what you want we look to in a burn spell in standard right. we want to pay two mana for for three damage to the face and we right. we don't even have that in instant speed right now they're so picky about printing something like that you know and then you see omnath and omnath says play a land gain four four life yeah every single land you play fabled passage gains well i guess it doesn't gain you any life right it does because you do it on their turn cycle Oh, sure. I mean, if you crack it on their turn. Yeah. Right? So you play it on your turn, crack it on their turn. Sure. But, like, yeah, you can gain eight life within two turns. Like, that's unbeatable for an aggro deck. The, the, like, exactly. That is... You just Why would it. anyone play aggro if, if Omnath is, like, the biggest thing? Because they want to lose. <laughs> because they hate themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's... This this banning is it's ridiculous, man. I know you feel the same way as me. Um, you don't know this, but yesterday, uh, amidst all the tweet storming, I concocted a small list. Did you know this? I had no idea. We didn't talk about this before we started recording. Did no, we? You didn't even you didn't even mention this to me. I, we didn't actually have to wait for you to find it in any, or anything. <laughs> so I, I really, it's it's completely it's news to me. So here's several names of some very famous people. Uh. When you first proposed this, I thought it was like a petition. You're like, hold on, I gotta find the list, and I'm like, the list. <laughs> I would like for you to sign the list. Uh, it's a petition of all the all the professional magic players who have signed. And okay, <laughs> so here we go. Ready? Here's your negative reaction uh, to the banning. Immediate reactions. Okay, you have Willie Eadle, who just puts clown emojis. Straight to the point. <laughs> Hall of Famer Willie Eadle. Yep. Uh, you have you have uh, Sam Party. Mm -hmm. You have Mr. Jerry Thompson checking in just with a casual sigh, just a sigh. Yeah. And then here's one of my absolute favorites: the always bright, the always positive, Andrea Mangucci. I love I love Mangucci. Who? He, if you don't like people, if you don't like Mangucci, that's just plain and simple. That's fair. Uh, he says. Is it time to play control decks now? Scratch, scratch, scratch face, right? Hmm, wonder face. What's scratch face. That's, you know, the dude that's like kind of scratching his chin face. Oh, with the check mark hand under his, under his chin? Yeah. Like the thinking, it's the thinking face. Think that's face. thinking emoji. So, so he tries to find the positive. Fast forward to the very next day, and he's tweeting about how control is still unplayable because there's no turn to answer well, for Lucky today, Clover. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. One day later, yeah, he's he's already he's already discovered one day later that uh, control's still not playable because you don't have an answer to Lucky Clover, which is yeah. Probably... If they're on the play and they go Lucky Clover on turn two, you're just like yeah. Oh, so okay. Now every future because I'm playing a control deck, so my answers to artifacts are are almost non-existent. Yeah, and now every one of your adventure cards is two spells. Your <laughs> two spells, right? So it's like okay. So. I would like to. I would like to know if if it was up to you, how would you have handled the bans? Uh, what would you have gone with? I mean, I'd probably honestly go with Omnath, Oro, and Lucky Clover. Okay. I think it's dangerous to not ban Lucky Clover if you're banning Omnath because you're obviously shutting down all the Omnath decks. Yeah. And then there's nothing like then just it's just adventure decks all the way down. Yeah, right? yeah, nothing on the power level. Um, yeah, it's and, and like I think the adventure decks would still be fine. They're still just good value decks with Edgewall Innkeeper and like 
Brazen Borrowers and Bone Crusher Giants and things, I think that'd still be fine. Because you don't have Omnath and Euro in the format, like, maybe those can actually just be a, a normal power level deck in the format. But, like, I remember playing, whenever my opponent would get two or more friggin' Lucky Clovers out, it's like, well, I can't beat this deck. Every Bone Crusher Giant deals six damage and is a 4-3. Every Beanstalk Giant gets you three lands. Like, the, the value is so, like... Absurd? It's absurd, yeah, it's absurd. Like, the amount of the amount of value they get from single cards is just ridiculous, right? Like, heaven forbid they have, like, Fae of Wishes, and they're like, search for three cards. So... You're like, oh, okay. When I look at... So when I look at the, the Clover decks, or, like, the Adventure decks, even, like, the red-green Adventure decks that we've seen in the past, to in my opinion, those are the old style of, uh, of mid-range-type decks that you would play and see years ago, because you had to invest in a one-mana 1-1... One, one, to gain your card advantage. Now, obviously, I'm talking about the decks because they didn't they didn't play Lucky Clover. It was the teamer versions that played the Clover. So the 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 red green adventure decks, like you'd be investing your turn one. It's just a vanilla one one. But if you have these other cards in your deck, you get the advantage uh, from them, right? I I think that they that's good magic in my opinion. I think that's what it should be. Yes, one for ones were like. Where like you can you can you can get incremental card advantage from these things is fine. Like that's a totally reasonable game. Like, dude, the adventure cards are already two for ones. They are literally all two for ones. Bounce right. your guy, play a three one flyer. Shock your guy, play a four three for three. They're also all really aggressively costed. Beanstalk giant costs three, which is fine. And then like fertile footsteps, and then you still get the the land is untapped. So like it's possible to play something else that turn. You know like. Yeah. Like, all these cards are fine value. And if you have Edgewall Innkeeper, you're still drawing a card whenever you cast your, your Bone Crusher Giant or whatever. Like, man, I... But, like, I don't know why, like, it, like Wizards is like, the adventure cards are already two for ones. Let's make them four for ones. And you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what reason? Yeah. Like, they're also super versatile. Like, <clears throat> having a 3-1 flyer is a great threat, but also, like, making it a, a bounce spell, that's awesome. And it has your flash. Your 4-3 three for three. Yeah. Your 4-3 for three, three, that, like, whenever you try to kill it, deals you two damage, also shocks the thing. Like, these are so versatile. Like, they're such great cards. Like, they go into cubes immediately. Like, Brazen Borrower, Bone, Bone Crusher Giant, uh, Beanstalk Giant. Like, all these cards are, are, are I've seen playing, like, older cubes. So, it's like, why are we, like, trying to, like, make quadruple them up in standard to make them, like... It, they're just good. They're good enough. Like, why can't we just leave well enough as is? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I just had a I had a decent idea, and I know we've talked about things like this in the past, and you know what? We 100% should do this to go along with this. We can release it later, but you and I should use uh, your rental service, and we should totally play a game of Abzan, like old school Abzan on MTGO against uh, oh, an that's adventure a deck idea. list, and we should just we should record it or do a lot something, and we should we should just play it out. Like that seems like a sweet matchup to play, like Siege Rhinos versus yeah. like Anafenza, like like Lucky Clovers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we totally it should. Seems good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, that that seems like a great idea. I, I so when it came to these bannings, I was hoping personally for a scorched earth. Like I was hoping we take everything that was ridiculous and just obliterate it. So for me, I would have said L Lucky Clover, um, um, Lotus Cobra. Because I don't, I don't like the the mana advantage with Fable Passage. I definitely some people had called for a Fable Passage banning, and I'm like, I, I don't like that because I don't think the mana. Yeah, is... but the funny, the funny thing is, Lotus Cobra <clears throat> was fine in a format that had fetch lands. Like Lotus Cobra wasn't wasn't a, was never a problem. The problem is that you're printing these overpowered threats, right? That like, like if you have Lotus Cobra and Fable Passage, like it's probably fine. You're not gonna be, you're still not casting Ugin until like, like. <sighs> It's just still going to take a while, you know what I mean? Like, And Lotus Cobra is easy to deal with on its own, but like, Omnath gives you one turn to deal with Lotus Cobra. That's the problem, mm -hmm. right? Like, Lotus Cobra like, never, has never been a problematic card in a standard format. Like, it's just never been. Yeah. So I would have gone with um, Lucky Clover. I would have gone with Cobra. If I, I'm, I'm happy with an Omnath ban, uh, obviously. Right. Um, I would have gone with Embercleave. As well, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. like the uh, again. Not because I feel like Ember Cleave is oppressive, but I feel like it's close to that power level. That if we're eliminating all these other archetypes, I think that Cleave needs to go as well because it just gives one or two archetypes a haymaker that we just remove from everything else. Um, yeah, and it's also like just a shitty gotcha card, right? Just ends the game like, immediately oh, if they top deck it. 
What are you, a 12? Alright, I'll kill you with my Ember Clay. I'm like, oh. Cool. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think I would have been happy with, let's just take everything ridiculously overpowered. Uh, Escape the Wilds. That's another one I would have gotten rid of. Which is hilarious, because again, that card was not broken until Omnath. These are all, like, until you have Landfall, which lets you, you know, take advantage of the second land that Escape the Wilds lets you play, like... Escape the Wilds didn't see any play at all. I, I think I played it as, like, a one of... I think it was played somewhat in, like, some of the Teamer Adventures decks. Yeah, Teamer Clover... So, so, so Teamer Clover did play it. It was it was a card when Teamer Clover was a deck. But, again, that, that deck had had a short reign. It was a Metacall-type deck, so... Who's, call, who's calling it Teamer Clover? It's That's what it was called. The deck was called Teamer Clover. I'm pretty sure it was called just Teamer Adventures. I've never, I've never seen it called Clover. Am I... Well, because because that that was one of the very few decks that actually ran Lucky Clover was the teamer version. Like Red Green was just an aggro deck that ran Adventures. It didn't run Lucky Clover. Um, the only other Clover decks that existed were the black green ones with the knights because it would utilize the the copying of the the drain spell for how many knights you control. Hmm. Yeah. So the teamer variants generally, were, at least from what I saw, were called teamer Clover. I think I think you're making this up to be honest with you. I just like to sound important. Yeah, I mean, you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna make up my own deck name. I'm just really looking forward to see the archetypes. Like the I'm I'm waiting to see the results from like today or yesterday after the banning or you know this week at any point. Yeah. Because I just want to I just wanted to be like Omnath 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 Omnath. I just Omnath decks without Euro, and you're just like, oh, so it's the same. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there a lot of, a lot of a lot of people. There's been a lot of people calling for. Uh, an amendment to the bans um, because they did that in the past with Felidar Guardian, um, hoping that they make a well, change. Well, I mean, they'll just do another ban. They'll just ban again. They'll be like, there's another announcement next week. Like, they don't have to make an amendment per se. They could just ban again, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's it's pretty sad, man. And I've watched, obviously, you know, I watch a lot of Twitch. I, I've i seen a <laughs> lot of people just get trashed by, I mean, you, you still get comboed on turn four. Nothing changed. Nothing I changed. just haven't seen anyone enjoying Standard. Like, I haven't seen anyone being like, Standard's really fun right now, it's really healthy, I'm really enjoying it. Like, in some time. It's been a long time. It has been a long, <clears throat> long time. And you know what? I, I, I want to I actually talk about something. Uh, when I brought up Escape the Wilds, we kind of got off on a tangent there. So Escape the Wilds uh, says, Exile top five cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You can cast them, and then on this turn, the same turn you cast mm-hmm. it, you can play an extra land. Yeah, well, you can you can play them. It says right. Yeah, play them. Sorry. Um, so obviously that that Such is a small distinction. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can play the lands, right? So right. so that is a very pushed card, in my opinion. I understand it costs five mana, but seeing I agree seeing five cards and and <clears throat> being able to play extra lands that's a big deal. I think that's. I agree. I th- I've always thought that card was great. Yeah. So. In my opinion, you I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, but there's a card called Allure of the Unknown, and in my opinion, that is the correct way to have the Escape to the Wilds type card, if you remember Allure of the Unknown. I mean it was it was more recent than Escape to the Wilds. Right, yeah, yeah. It Human was Theros Beyond Death, right. Yeah. Um, um <clears throat> Allure of the Unknown is three three black red, a real top six cards of your library. An opponent exiles a non-land card from among them, then you put the rest into your hand. That opponent may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost. I mean, this card sees no play, though, because the biggest problem is you don't want to give your opponent an Ugin and have them be like, Ugin. I think Factor Fiction, like, it's so funny because we have Escape the Unknown, which costs five, but Factor Fiction, which costs four, is, like, too good, right? And that doesn't make any sense to me. Because, like, Factor Fiction, you get maybe three cards, and you're not even getting the best card, usually, if you take the three-card pile. And it's skill for both players, right? As a player, you have to know which pile to pick, and you have to know how to split up the piles. And you have some sort of, as an opponent, you have some sort of say in, like, the strategy here. Whereas, like, Escape the Wilds, you have no say. Your opponent just looks at five cards, puts a land into play this turn, puts a land into play next turn... And now they just have to cast those six card, those three extra cards with five man, with seven mana. Yeah. Right. And they're usually not that hard. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's just it's just funny that like I look at cards like Factor Fiction. Like, there's so many cards in Magic's history that were fantastic, and these cards kind of blow them away. Like Muldrifter, right? Like five mana for a Muldrifter, you draw two cards, and you get a two-two flyer out of it. Like two cards and a two-two flyer. Muldrifter is still a friggin' staple. 
Like, you could still play that card in Vintage Cube, man. It, like it, that car, Cards like that, they made you choose, right? They didn't have the power level to destroy you on the battlefield, but you were choosing that you wanted the two cards out of it. Like, that was the reason I, you played Moldrifter. Yeah. I never felt like... I, whenever my opponent cast a Moldrifter, I was like, wow, that's really good. But I never felt like I was dead. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> but if my opponent plays, like, Escape the Walls, I'm like, oh, Jesus, five cards. You're just going to play Ugin next turn. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like, oh, God, well, I hope he doesn't rip. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're, you're also ramping that turn, right? So you're going from five to six, and then next turn you're playing your seventh land. So it's like, oh, Genesis Ultimatum, cool, all right. Yeah, which you've essentially automatically hit by having, you know, probably three cards in hand still and then just ripping five off the top of your library. Right, and, like, it's funny because, like, they're in Magic you had to choose between, like, life gain, like, defensive stuff. You'd have to choose between, like, drawing cards or ramping the board, right? All of these things you had to choose. Not, and, like, not anymore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, it's funny because it kind of reminds me of Urban Evolution, which was, like, draw three cards. And I think you could put, like, two extra lands onto the battle field. I don't, I don't know that card off the top of my head. <clears throat> Urban Evolution? You don't know Urban Evolution? It's a, it's a Simic card. It's a blue-green card. I, I was going to guess it was Simic, but I, I, I can't. I, I'm confusing it with unexpected results for some reason. Yeah, Urban Evolution came out back in Gate Crash. It was three blue-green, so still five mana. It was a sorcery. Draw three cards, you may play an additional land this turn. So it's literally Escape the Wilds, except you draw two fewer cards for the same card. Yeah, I was going to say, it's worse. <laughs> right. <clears throat> the cards go into your hand, so they never go away, right? But, like... Yeah, but, I mean, you're... you're still, I'd rather see five. Time, like, you're not casting Right, you'd rather see five than, than have three in my hand, right? Like... Especially if two of those are like lands, right? Then you just those are free. Yeah, if you draw if know, you draw man, three like, cards and two of them are lands, you kind of feel like that's a whiff. So it's like escape the walls. You look at escape the walls and you're just like, oh, so they just added two more cards to this? What? Yeah, yeah. It's just so weird. If you look at the power, like I hate to be like power creep. It's power creep, but like it literally is the same card but with two extra cards. And they're like, but they go, they go away at the end of the next turn. And I'm like, dude, that's more than enough time. Yeah, you didn't want to cast those cards anyways. Yeah, some of them you might even not need. Like, oh boy, if there's a shock in there, I don't get to keep it in my hand. I'll just, I'll just let it go. Like, big deal. Yeah, and also, you know, like, there's certain cards that like you're not going to care about. Yeah. Also, what's pretty awesome is you know how good that card works uh, with, with adventures, right? Like, it allows you to gain two times the spells off of it potentially because you get to, you get to, you know, push something yeah. back to their hand, and that card doesn't That's go anywhere anymore because it's sitting in your exile, ready to be cast for a three yeah. one. So you just trade all your cards that are going away into adventure or uh, into creatures that are on adventures, like Brazen Borrowers and Bone Crusher Giants, and and then like heaven forbid you have Lucky Clover as well. Yeah. And then and then you're like your five for one becomes like a fifteen for one or something. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I was trying to build decks after the ban, and one card that I realized I missed a lot was Night of Autumn. Night of Autumn is great. Yeah, Night of if Autumn. If only there was. Great. Is there any card that's that's like that, like a Rex Sage card that comes down and can kill a Lucky Clover. Well, actually, yes, there is, Frank. Let me uh, let me tell you what it is, okay? Okay. It is a uh, it is a white card. It is called Rambunctious Mutt, and it costs five mana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a three four, right? It, yeah, it's a three four for five. <laughs> I remember Conclave Naturalist. You remember Conclave Naturalist four four for five? Yes, yes. They were obviously too good. <laughs> so you really need to cut down that power. You need to make the Mutt 3-4, I think, instead. That's crazy. That's kind of funny, dude. I, trust you see me. what I mean, though? Like, this is this is hilarious because it literally it exemplifies the fact that the answers are such shit compared to the threats. Yeah. Yeah, because the only answers I can think of is I can play – we talk about it all the time. Return of Nature, great card. But I just feel like I literally just used my entire turn just to deal with it, and now I have to worry about what's coming next. Just feels bad. Like the yeah, and also Red Buckshot's one is double white. Yeah, which is worth noting three white white. Which yeah. is just kind of funny because they're like, you know what? I think this is too strong at, at single white. I think we need the two. We need two white sources. Well, I'm gonna like you don't want people splashing Rambunctious Mutt. You really don't want them to like they, splash. They should have to work a five for five mana destroy an artifact or enchantment. They should have to work for it. I agree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, but here we are. It's just funny. Like, it's just, there's so many design choices where I'm like, 
but why? Like, why would you make this intentionally difficult? Hmm. Do you think? Uh, do you think we see a change in a week? I don't know. I really don't even know anymore. Because, like, I would have thought that this week we would have seen uh, Omnath banned for sure. Every deck is called Four Color Omnath. It's not called Four Color Euro. It's it's called Four Color Omnath. He's the centerpiece of the deck. And even teamer decks, even the adventure decks, have four Omnaths in them now. Like, that's just it. It's in multiple archetypes, and it is an engine. <laughs> but, like, they were like, eh, it'll be fine. If we take the Euro out, I'm sure these decks will go away. And they won't. Like, sorry. The teamer adventure decks, or the, the four color adventure decks with, with Omnath did not have Euro in them. They just had Omnath. So, if anything, you just made those decks stronger because, you know, the decks with Euro in them are not as strong now. So, it's like... Yeah, exactly. So, when we when the bands first came down and we were we were talking in our group chat, like, one of the first things I said that was... It was so comical to me because they didn't cripple the best deck in the format. They, they crippled the a couple of the archetypes that actually stood a chance to at least have maybe a 50 50 matchup versus it. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And then um, I, I, I don't know if you saw it, but on my Twitter at MTG Jank, I posted the picture of the results from the SCG event. And there was like, obviously it's all four color. I'm not all the way down. Right. And then like, like, like hidden right in there, I think at like tenth or eleventh place is Soltai Uro. It's called Soltai Uro, and then yeah, and there's a Soltai Midrange deck that has like four Uros. Yeah, like sometimes Elder Gargroth, sometimes like Shark Typhoon, stuff like that. Yeah, and it's got it's got a little it's got the Watsi logo, and it's got a little pen, and it's scratching out Soltai Uro, and and everything else. You can see the name, and it says, "Okay, fix the problem." <laughs> <laughs> see, that's funny. It was so good. But like, yeah, that's my that's the point though, right? Like, I mean, what why would you think this is the problem car? And it's like this is the first time I give wizards the benefit of the doubt constantly. I think they mean well. I never begrudge them for new products. If there's so many people complaining about this Walking Dead product too where they're like, "I can't believe they're making this." And I'm like, "Who cares? Like, no one's going to be playing Negan in, in Vintage or Legacy. Like, it's not going to be that big of a deal, dude." Like, I I just don't personally think it's a big deal. Um and, like, if you don't like it, I know it sounds wild, right? But don't, don't buy don't it, maybe. Buy it. <laughs> like, it's not for you. Like, that's it. And, like, go about your day. Go about your magical day. Like, that's it. Yeah, I don't get... But this is the... F what, what was that? I was going to say, I don't, I don't get the hatred for products like that. The only argument I could see is they should have spent more time designing good cards instead of making this crap. But at the end of the day, that's here nor there. I, I If you like it, buy it. If you don't, whatever, man. <laughs> Agreed. I agree completely. And so, like, in my head, this is the first time... I have felt like this banning was solely based on the fact that they did not want to ban a card from the new set. Yeah. And I think that is a terrible decision right now because no one is enjoying Standard. And I think this cost them a lot of faith. You know what? What does that even mean? Like, what what is costing them faith? Like, I've brought it up before. It's at this point, all we ever do is talk about stuff that we do not understand. We... we Things that just don't make sense. How could they do this? How could they do that? It makes no sense. <laughs> How could they do this? I mean, but it's true, right? Like, from the system for, for like, being a pro, it's always questioned. They change it every six months. And then we spend a month trying to figure out what the hell the new changes mean and how do you qualify. And Dude, I still don't know. Like, that's, yeah. that's funny that you say that because, like... I've stopped caring and stopped looking. This is why I don't play in any champ, any tournaments. I don't play in any qualifiers. I don't play in anything that would qualify me for anything because I don't know how. Yep. I literally just like I'll play I'll play drafts and I'll play some historic and that's it. That's my that's my deal. I stream Magic every day and I have literally no idea how to qualify for any sort of higher level competition because it's so convoluted and not straightforward and confusing. And there's 15 different qualifiers and championships and they all have different names. And they all have different things that they qualify you for. Yeah. And they all just feed into other things. And it's so confusing. Yeah. And they change it so consistently. So so we com we complain about the tournament structures. We've complained about them doing away with the Hall of Fame. We've dealt with and laughed at the name changes to all the different types of tournaments that they have. They don't have Pro Tours anymore, right? Like when it was easy. Mm -hmm. We've complained about the cards they've designed. We've complained about the amount of products. We've complained about how they <laughs> deliver the products to the masses, a la Jumpstart. Uh, I mean, we've complained about 
how they've banned players when they shouldn't have been banned. We've complained. We do nothing but complain because at the end of the day, all they do is give us reason to. And you're sitting here saying people are losing faith. People lost faith a long time ago. I honestly can't see an end to what we're going, what we've been going through and what we're going through still because this company is so large and you and I, as much as we hate it, we're not going to not turn on MTG Arena. I feel like they're incredibly lucky that people love Magic as much as they do. Yeah. If Magic was any worse of a game, I don't think it would still be alive right now. No, I agree. I agree. It's like, I feel that, that we passed that like probably two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that this game would have been under two years ago if it wasn't remotely as popular as it is. But that that's what's crazy to me. All you, all I ever see when I turn on my Twitter is people complaining about something related to Magic the Gathering, but it'll never go away, and they have no reason that they need to stop because there's nothing we can do, because there's so many of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's 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 self sustainable. They could literally they, they could not print a set for the next year, and they would probably still be billions and billions and billions and billions. Yeah, because there's so much to catch up on, right? Like if if Magic didn't print anything for a year. Next June, there's still cards I'll probably want to pick up. There's still cards I'll add to my cube, right? They'll be just... There's still cards that I didn't collect last year that I could just be like, oh, maybe I'll grab these now. Yeah, they'll be just oh, as I didn't many even players. Know this existed. Like, it there's tons change. of stuff like that. Yeah. Like, there's tons of commander products where I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't even know this card existed. Let me find it now. You know, let me let me grab it. You know, it's 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 crazy. Yeah. They they have a they have a monopoly. Um, and it's, I don't think it's ever going to change. I, I, I can't first, the craziest thing to me is that when we talk about all the, the, the cards that they're designing and all the new sets that are coming out, we know that these things are generally done a year and a half to two years, probably more in advance. Right. Like, so how long do we have to wait for these changes right. to take effect? And that's why everyone's like, you think it'll be better next set? And I'm like, I have no idea. They still have the same design philosophy then. So yeah. You know, hard hard to say. It's 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 pretty crazy, man. It's a scary thought. And um, again, I, I fired up Arena today. You know, I don't like it, but it's what I got. It's what I love. So, well, well, what 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 specifically don't you like? What do you mean? Well, I mean everything. Everything I was listing before, like uh, like the the card design, the formats they're giving. Oh, us. you don't you mean principle? You mean you don't yes. you don't like it in principle? Yeah, yeah. Because I thought you meant like you didn't like something about Arena. Like I think Arena is generally fine. No, I, I think, again, like if we're if we're here to complain, and this is gonna be the complain cast. Like I wish they had some sort of system where I could trade my things for other things. Yeah, Ari Lax wrote an article about this. So how like there's no incentive to test anything on Arena. I have no incentive to waste my wild cards or mythic wild cards on on cards basically. That, that are not going to, like, he used the example of Dragon's Horde, right? Like, which, a card, which is a card I loved. Like, I actually played Dragon's Horde a bunch in the, when Nicobolus Ravager was a card, like, in Standard. That was a really sweet deck. Yeah, I like Dragon's Horde. I think it's a great card. Yeah, right? Like, it was just a ramp card that, that drew you cards, and that was pretty sweet. Um, but the problem is, like, on MTG Arena in Historic, you have no incentive to, like, craft that card. Because if it doesn't work, if your deck doesn't work, you just lost all of these Mythic Wild all these regular rare Mythic Wild cards for no value whatsoever. Yeah. For a card like Dragon's Horde that you're not going to play. It's not a card like Negate where it's going to fit into a bunch of different decks after you use it, right? It's just a card that goes in this one specific deck. And that sucks. Because it's literally the only collectible card game that I've ever seen that has no sort of, like, economy where you can get rid of cards. You know, I have 13 copies of Duress in my fucking collection. Yeah, me Why too. Why do I need that many? <laughs> Let me get rid of them, please. Holy, do you know what? I'm going to tell you something really funny. I don't know if you were spitting out a real number there, but I actually have exactly 13, and I always question it because I have I have uh, the full art promo. I have three sets of four, and then the regular art I have one of, and I'm like, how does that happen? <laughs> I don't. It's yeah, it's really frustrating because I'm like, why do I have to scroll through all of these every single time? Please just let me get rid of them. Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. Like even if you give me like a fraction of, like for every four cards you get rid of you should get one wild card of that i have tons of rares that i've opened that i'm never going to play with why can't i turn these into regular rares they're just sitting here yeah why do i own these that's the best part about magic the gathering is that when i don't want something i can easily trade it away but i can't do that 
on arena with anything at all. Well, because that's I'm looking up the number of duresses I have right now. You were you were referring to a trading card game, and then the other uh, thing you were referring oh. to was an esport. That's not the same thing, frankly. <laughs> I've well, that's funny because Hearthstone is definitely an esport. Hearthstone was an esport long before MTG Arena was, and uh, I can dust any card I want in Hearthstone. I could dust my entire collection and be left with nothing, <laughs> except for a bunch of dust that I can rebuild decks with. I actually have twenty copies of Duress, four from Ixalan, four from M19, four from M20, four from M19 with a promo art, and four from M21. Twenty copies of Duress. Three of them have the exact same art. Humble. Why do I need that many? Humble brags. Like I'm almost gonna. I'm actually gonna tweet at them today and be like, "Why do I need this many duresses? Three of which have the same. Like if you if it was alternate arts, I can understand. Like okay, cool. The, every version that has different art, I guess keep it in there. Sure. Yeah, I'm cool with because that. Because I, like like I like to pick. I like to pick different right? arts. But I don't know why I need twelve of the same exact art. Is there going to be a uh, an M19 tournament where I can only use my M19 duresses? Because <laughs> that seems, it, it, you know, that seems dumb. Like, I can't think of any vi viable reason why every player needs to have 20 copies of a single card in their digital collection. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. No, you're not. If you guys can, if you guys know, let me know in the chat. No, actually, let us know and let us know in wherever you can find us. I think you just proved that you're you're actually not missing anything. You have an abundance of things. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> I am missing nothing when it comes to duress. You, you have everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like it's wild, dude. Listen, I'm gonna like it's just such a dumb decision. Like, and again, it seems like it's rooted solely in greed. Yeah. Oh no! Because it is. this is this, it. It reminds me of the time where they were like, "Hey guys, historic's coming. We're gonna have historic on MTG Arena, and the wild cards are gonna cost a double. It's gonna cost two wild cards for every historic card." Wait, what? And everyone's like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, why?" No. And they're like, "Okay, guys, we changed our mind. We're just gonna make it single wild card." And you're like, "Okay, but why did you ever make it double to begin with?" Every, like, every it's it's so shitty because it's it's this moment. It's this glimpse where like. Let's see if we can take advantage of them. Oh no, they didn't fall for it. Let's wheel. Let's let's roll roll it back. Right. Every, everything we've seen has been rooted in greed. You can you can argue they didn't ban Omnath because they want to sell packs. You can argue that you can argue that. I mean, everyone complained about Jumpstart. You could not buy packs of Jumpstart. You had to literally use gold or used yeah. gems yeah. that you paid cash for, and then just start a, a draft or whatever you want to call it, a sealed event. In order to find cards, and it was random. Like it was, dude. I told you. I told you before when when Jumpstart well, you could came use out. Wild cards. Yeah, you could use wild cards. But so so when when Jumpstart came out, I had excess, um, uh, not gems, but the coins. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna play some Jumpstart. I need tiny bones. I wanted to buy. I wanted to get tiny bones. I didn't want to use my mythic rare cards on tiny bones. So I like, all right, let me do this. So I I queued up a Jumpstart. It offered me three packs. Didn't see the discard. Went to the next one. Didn't see the discard. Dude, I played Jumpstart like six times before I freaking gave up because I was so pissed that I did not, I didn't access the discard deck one time out of yeah. twelve different decks. Twelve different times I picked decks. It, well, it's just like they're taking advantage of the, like the the slot machine nature of that Magic can have sometimes, right? Yeah. Like pull the wheel, see what you get. Oh, you didn't get it. Try again. You'll get it this time. No? Okay. Everything is rooted in greed with them, man. It really is. Everything is about the money for them. So, generally, I don't begrudge them for that, right? Like, they are a business, right? I don't mind when they create another Commander product. I don't mind when they... Like, the Walking Dead thing. Again, like, it's the same thing. Like, if you don't like it, don't buy it. But, like, as a, as a person who loves Magic the Gathering, I want Wizards of the Coast to make as much money as they can because then they get to keep producing Magic the Gathering. Right. I just want the decisions they make to be good for the game and good for the players rather than just good for wizards. I mean, even as a business, right, that that should still be their number one priority. And money should obviously be a, a very close number two. But at the end of the day, sure. I mean, if they weren't as like like we said before earlier, if they weren't as large as they were, if if customer service and and how we feel about their game wasn't first, they would fold. It, it, it would yeah. collapse. That's how plenty of other trading card games don't exist anymore. What other trading card games? 
I don't know, man. There's been lots of them. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's There's... my point. Like, literally, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic are the only three trading card games with any sort of longevity whatsoever. Yeah. And and I think Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! are just the same way as Magic, where they're just too enfranchised. Like, Pokemon is just the, the, the brand power behind Pokemon, which, again, is another Wizards of the Coast product. Um, It's just so strong, right? And Yu-Gi-Oh! has an, an extremely enfranchised audience. So, like... Like that's that's it, right? Like all these trading cards are living and dying off of their off of their brands and their how enfranchised their, their audiences are. Right, exactly. So. Like if you if you don't love if you don't love the lore of Pokemon, I, I don't I don't think anyone goes and picks up Pokemon cards, right? Like you don't decide I want to be a competitive trading game player, trading card game player, so I'm gonna go play Pokemon. You know what I mean? I, I just I I hate everything that we keep having to deal with, and I don't mind being a podcast that complains when it should be when we should be complaining. I I listen to a lot of right podcasts. because I don't think it's yeah I don't think it's dominant like I don't think it's it's the primary like well, you know uh, that's not why we podcast it's, I, right it's not like it's not like our our podcast is consumed with complaints but to be fair like I think everyone will agree that it's been a long time since standard was healthy or since these decisions were good or since like a set came out where I wasn't like, Oh, well I guess I have to play this one or two cards or else I just can't win. Like there's so many fucking cards. I'm sorry, but like there's so many cards in like Theros in, in Ikoria. Like there's so many, like mutate was a pretty cool mechanic. And I had a lot of fun with like an Abzan mutate deck, but like, I can't play that deck, right? Like you're, you're showing off all these, these cool cards in these sets, but then you make like one or two cards head and shoulders better than any other card in the set. And no one can play these cards. I mean, we know landfall is a landfall is a sweet mechanic, but right now when you think landfall, you don't think landfall decks. You think Omnath. What deck right now is running the, the black, uh, dual face card, the, the mythic one, black dual face. Yeah, exactly. What about the white one? Anybody want to run the white, the white dual face card? Are you talking about the lands? The double-sided lands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the land, the mythic ones. The lands that turn into like seven, eight, eight mana spells. Oh, 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 okay, okay. So wait, the black one? So the black... I don't know. I'm, I'm talking about jank here. No, nothing with results is running the black one. That's my point, yeah. right? Like these, are like, these are like trademarks of the set. These are like the, the super cool mythics. They're dual-faced mythic cards that have big splashy effects. I can't even name a single deck that's playing one of them. Yeah, the only one. And there's five different ones. The only one, the only one that I definitely know does see play is uh, Shatter Skull. I think it's called Shatter Skull Summit, the red one. And I mean, but so the other ones are in decks. Like, like I've seen Turn Timber, t- Turn Timber Symbiosis, but it, but they're not like. They're just there because they're free. It's not there because oh, it's it's a land. It comes into play untapped, and it synergizes so good with my deck. You know what I mean? Like. They're, they do see play, but it's... You, you know what does see play? Omnath? Spikefield Hazard. Yep. That, you know why? Yeah. Because it kills Lotus Cobra. <laughs> That's right. People literally main deck this friggin... This 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 Hornet this hornet Sting. Was it called Hornet Sting? Was that what it's called? I don't know, man. Man, Rob, when it comes to older cards, Rob's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, Hornet Sting was a one-mana green card. It was an instant, and it del- Hornet Sting deals one damage to target creature or player. This was never played in any constructive format ever. Maybe maybe once one time. It was really obscure. I've seen numerous but people. But now you're like people are playying what? I was just saying, I've seen numerous people, numerous pros say that that is the best land card from the set. Oh yeah. It kills Lotus Cobra. <laughs> if you don't have and it kills Euro. It killed Euro back in the day. Like you could put it on Euro and then it get get exiled. Yeah. Right? Like but I mean, like the fact is this card should not be like constructed main deckable. Like right out of the gate, like that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it should be based on format, and it is. Like it's so, f- that's so funny. What I said in one of my articles was like my article. I think it was last week even, was that this format is so inbred and and cannibalistic. Yeah, that the your the all the Omnath decks have Spikefield Hazard to deal with the other Omnath decks. They have Red Cap Melee to deal with Omnath, and they have Mystic Dispute. To deal with Omnath. And they like, have Confounding Conundrum to deal with Omnath. Right. They all, they're all they all running like the cards that deal with the other, the mirror match, right? It's just it's just Omnath decks dealing with Omnath decks. That's the entire format. 
Yeah, I saw I saw a um, I saw a picture on Twitter the other day, yesterday, and it was a pro t- uh, talking about their they're starting to prepare for the next standard tournament, and they had four oh deck God. they had four deckless uh, four decks pictured in arena, and one was four color Omnath. Then there was four color Omnath Mirror Breaker, four color uh, four color Life Game Omnath, and then there was like four color <laughs> uh, Mystical Dispute Omnath. Okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I'm just looking at these decks right now, and I'm like, can't you just take these Euros out and just add more Cultivates? It's not the best, but it's literally fine, and it's what everyone else is going to be doing anyway. Yeah, or the Dryad. Okay, so Cultivate. It draws you a card because it gets a land into your hand, and it puts a land into play. The only thing it doesn't do is gain you three life, and you can't escape it later, but I really don't think people were escaping Omnath or Euro that frequently because you had so many other things to do. Omnath was a com- Omnath four color Omnath is a combo deck. It well, first off, it's multiple decks in one, even without Euro. But but on its face, it's a combo deck. It's a combo deck that wins games consistently on turn four or turn five with the yeah. with the ability to, to play a powerful game after that. I mean, it's it's it, it it's multiple roles. You know what I'm saying? Plus, like, Felidar retreat. Let's not forget Felidar retreat. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's even times where like you would only have three lands and you wouldn't hit with Uro. Like, cultivate's always going to hit. It's always going to give you an extra land into play. It's always going to give you one in hand to put into play. I, I think. Like, <laughs> I think that the the empty slots. I think you're going to find uh, actually make the deck better. I think that you can argue that. Yes, having Uro as a late game card, early and late, I should say, um, is a fantastic addition to the deck, and it helps trigger landfall, the extra trigger. But I really think that when they start tuning these decks to be combo decks, or they start tuning them to not be an explosive combo deck, but a deck that destroys combo decks and then takes over the mid game, I think you're going to find that those extra slots actually made the deck better by not having Uro. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, like, you have one Cultivate and two Beanstalk Giants in this list. So it's like, I mean, you could just add more of those. It's really, they they, they, they fill the same role, right? Like, they're not going to be exactly the same. But, like, Jesus, how much life do you need if you already have four Omnaths in the deck? I mean, do you know? Like, I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think you'll be fine. Like, yeah, all you got to do is play a land. You, you negate an entire, you almost time walk an entire turn by simply playing one land every turn. And you, you can argue that Beanstalk is even better than Uro. And the reason being is because you can flip a Beanstalk, you can flip an 8-8 or a 10-10 off of a Genesis Ultimatum. Or off of an Escape. Yeah. Right? Like, if you hit it with Escape, you can go Beanstalk. And then you just have these these 8-8s and 9-9s sitting in the in the wings waiting for you to cast them. Yeah. And Euro makes, and Omnath makes it pretty easy because he just adds 4 mana. So it's like, okay. Right, exactly. exactly. Well, let's think here. So if... If you have four lands, mm-hmm. you play a fetch land for the turn, and then you crack it. That's five. La- that's nine mana right there, just nine from simply for having it. five lands. It's stupid. Yeah, it's nine mana on turn five. Yeah, add a co- add a cobra to that. That's uh, eleven, or eight mana on turn four if you want to go. Well, no, it gets it's still nine because then the cobra is making the extra mana. Yeah. No, hold on. If I have Omnath on three due to cobra. Yep. On turn four. So you have four lands. I play my Fabled Passage as my fourth land. So that's five. So I have four mana from the lands. Two from Lotus Cobra. And then four from Om. That's ten. You make ten mana on turn four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's a, that's a, I'm going to cast an Ugin and still have some leftover. Well, on the bright side, they probably can't do that anymore because Euro's gone. Correct. Right? Yeah, Euro completely stops that from happening. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's ridiculous. Oh boy. All right, so yeah, let's let's uh, we'll have to regroup next week and see what the band list band the band update is on Monday. We're gonna have a scheduled and... emergency podcast for the new banning next week. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, like I'm just like I don't. It's 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 almost insulting because I don't actually know who was like. Yeah, I think Euro. If we got rid of Euro, I think the the format's really. The, I think it's solved. And I think it's healthy. Like I think we've solved the problem. It was, I can't imagine anyone at Wizards actually saying or thinking that. I think it was more of a shut them up kind of thing. 
I think it was more of a, we can't ban anything from the new set. What's the worst card from the older sets? Euro? Okay, let's ban just Euro for now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I agree, it sucks when you have, like, you know, Lotus Cobra or Scoot Swarm or, like, you know, Omnath banned from a new set that has just come out, like, less than a week ago. Right? It sucks. But you made your bed, so sleep in it, man. Why are we suffering for it? Like... Yeah. Like, you have to be kidding yourself. You have to be delusional if you think Omnath is a healthy standard card and is not going to be completely exploited when we have Cultivate, Beanstalk Giant, Lotus Cobra, Fabled Passage. And all the fixing, <laughs> Fabled Passage, all of the branchways, like, all of the fixing we have access to. And you're going to be like, well, Omnath's probably fine. That's not really the problem. Euro's the problem. It's just, it's absolute, like, it's either, it's, it's, it's either you're lying <laughs> Or you're delusional, right? And I don't know which one's better. When uh, one thing we can revisit next week too, um, when uh, when Uro came out, it immediately saw play in Historic, Pioneer, Modern. The card is that good. Omnath yeah. Omnath is already in Historic, in Pioneer, and in Modern. So, check the track record. Do you know another card that was blue and green that did that? Uh, was it a was it a, uh, a very provocative gentleman? It was Urban Evolution. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Oko. Yeah, no, it's draw three cards for five mana. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ban it. Yeah, everyone's playing it in Pioneer. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, like that's so funny, right? Like, it's funny because while Omnath is a four color card, it still falls under our our comical blue green cards are too good you know because it's still blue and green so it's kind of funny that like it still gets it still gets lumped into that group yeah i mean i'm glad i'm glad it's, it's funny because there's been a cube up between live the dream cube the modern cube um you know vintage cube was up for a while like i feel like there's been a cube up for like the past three months straight and it's kind of funny because i kind of feel like it was i thought it was weird when they had zendikar rising drafts you know first they first came out but then they also still had cube up. And I was like, that's weird because they're taking away from like the Zendikar Rising popularity or whatever. And I kind of wonder if it's because so many people are like disinterested in standard right now that they need something to kind of like, you know, they need some kind of moneymaker, you know? It's, it's, it's possible. They're smart. That's what they're about, man. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I just thought it was funny because I'm like, well, that's weird. Um, but yeah, I'm glad cube has been up. And it's been giving me a great distraction from having to look at standard. And I have been enjoying historic. So it's like, well, at least th those are good. But again, you know, standard is magic is bread and butter. So it's like, if that's not doing well, you know, I feel like the other formats are just going to suffer eventually as well. Because standard just floods into, like standard is the, is the format that like, that flows into every other format. You know, this is the, this is the gate, the gateway, the entryway yeah. for other, for cards to get into sets. Yeah. So... If, I don't know. If we're, if we're uh, obviously we're coming to an end here, I, I do want to end on something positive, two things positive, actually. I do want to commend them. I do not play limited. Um, I have started to play some limited of this new set, and it has been super fun. Party mechanic, excellent. They nailed that. I know a lot of people really love their limited formats, and I want to agree with you that Historic has been a slam dunk, and I think that they have appropriately identified cards to, to, to get rid of from the format um for the most part and the format is a lot of fun a lot of fun yeah i i have also been enjoying uh historic so it's nice because it without historic i feel like i wouldn't have any constructed formats to play on on arena yeah i would just solely have to be playing limited you know but it's nice to have a constructed format that i do enjoy so yeah yep so uh, yep. are we getting together ne next week then for the ban announcement? Yeah. Well, we should do it anyway, but obviously, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about all I got. So let us know what you guys think wherever you can, wherever you can reply. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.